Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 68, Taming the Grocery Budget. Hello, Mom Fashions listeners. It's Emily here, and I am hanging out with my good pal, Beth Jay. Hey, Beth. How are you? Hey. Good. I'm a little bit under the weather, actually, so I apologize ahead of time for the frogginess in my voice. I actually think it makes you sound sultry. Ooh, Ooh. I was already sultry, so now I'm like sultry max, right? Yeah. Mega sultry with your deep <laughs> Sexy <voice>. phlegm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Smelly cat. Oh, Smelly gosh. Cat. <laughs> that we are publishing 100%. A throwback. Throwback. Oh, okay, man. so we are talking. We actually had a different topic that was all on our spreadsheet that we're supposed to talk about today, but we kicked it to the curb. Because there's something on both of our minds, actually, I think, that we felt like we just had to talk about because it's impacting uh, all of us. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. all of us. Everybody. And that would be the very significant price increases that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, it really is across the board. You sent a picture the other day to our work text thread of the gas price at a gas station near you, which is just (laughs) enormous. Um, But for the sake of this episode, we're really focusing on how food prices are impacting our family like impacting our budget Mm -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. we're going to brainstorm some ways to help us kind of mitigate that so so my my question here we'll get started with this is kind of like what are you seeing like in your family shopping budget at your stores do you think your bills increasing is this anything at all you're worried about oh yeah i feel like our lives now are divided into two time periods, right? (laughs) Pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. Correct. So pre-pandemic, I had my grocery shopping down to a science. Like I knew what I was going to get. I knew exactly how much to budget. And I would go every two weeks. And that's all I needed to do. Every two weeks, I would go and do a big grocery shop and I would hit Aldi Sprouts, and then either Costco or Sam's. Mm -hmm. That was my, and it would take me, I would do it in a whole day. And literally I would spend less than $200 for those two weeks. Yeah, And it would feed my family through the whole two weeks. So during the pandemic, um, I ordered groceries and I was able to kind of stay within my budget, but... You know, ordering groceries adds extra cost. The actual items cost more when you order through something like Instacart. The items themselves are cheaper in store rather mm-hmm. than on on the app. And then you're also paying, you know, a delivery fee and a tip. 
So obviously my grocery budget went up then, and I was also ordering a lot more because we were all at home right. all the yeah. time. You were consuming much more food, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that led into the more recent time period where I've been, you know, kind of transitioning into like, okay, now how do I want to do my grocery shopping? My kids are older, they're bigger, they're eating more, but we don't necessarily do the same as we did when we were in quarantine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of been this switch off, but I've been in this place of like, where is all of my money going? Yes. You know, I, I take care of our finances, but it's not like a skill that I have. It's just, let's just make it work kind of mm -hmm. thing. And so I just was like, I feel like I'm buying less stuff and spending more money. Because you are. Because I am. But it's like, I couldn't think of like, okay, how much were the items before? Like, what was it that I'm, what am I buying different? And I'm not buying anything different, mm -hmm. but it's just everything is incrementally more expensive. Yeah. And I have to say my grocery budget has more than tripled in the last two years. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it is hard. It is really hard. And it's hard because I really need to train my family to eat healthy. Like we are we are in a place where I'm like, I need to start doing even some retraining of like eating healthy. But the cost can be prohibitive. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm looking at the future mm -hmm. right now and thinking we may not have an option of what we eat. You know, it's going to be we're going to eat what we can get kind of thing. I honestly and this is one of the reasons why I so wanted to do this is I think many, many, many women, not in every household in America, right? But I'm going to go on a limb and say in most households in America, the woman is still the traditional person who manages the list of groceries, the purchase of the groceries, and yeah. the organization of the food and how it is dispensed and eaten in the home, right? In most mm -hmm. houses, not all. We, yeah. the women, the moms, are responsible for this. And I think that because of lingering effects from the pandemic, right, I think we would probably be in this situation without there being a, a Russian invasion of the of Ukraine, right? Mm -hmm. Without these other very significant events happening in other parts of the world. We are going to have to make major changes in our family budgets. And that mm -hmm. is going to be around just the cost of food, the cost yeah. of utilities, of gas, like for the first time in a long time for the majority of Mer Americans that you have to think about what you can actually afford in a different way yes. than what you could afford was three years ago. Does that make sense? Like what you're yeah. saying. I have these preferences of things I would want, but now middle-class America is in a position soon that it just can be like how you can stretch your money the most to get the most food for mm -hmm. your Like I went to the grocery store just the other day. We eat ground turkey in replace of ground 
beef for Mm -hmm. um, an allergy situation. So it's not just like a preference. My husband can't eat beef. I used to could get like that 83% turkey, you know, not the Mm -hmm. extra lean turkey meat. I could get that for around $3 a pound. I went to my regular local down the road grocery store. It was $5.99. And I was like, per pound. pound. And that was like literally double. (laughs) I, who come and will admit, we have a very privileged life. We are nowhere near food insecure. And to be honest, I like don't really have to like budget about my food to not be Mm -hmm. able to pay like a mortgage payment or whatever. But Mm -hmm. our grocery bill has increased so much that, uh, yeah, I am going to have to start like Mm -hmm. we've got to chisel down the grocery list to more think about how do we keep it within this certain amount of money because Mm -hmm. the budget or the, the ticket I get at the end is impacting and cutting into other areas where we spend money. Yeah. You know, for the sake of being on mom fashions, uh, we have had situations that we have never had before where we've had to say, well, we're either going to get groceries or we're going to pay this electric bill for this pay period because our budget, which has always been tight, it just doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And that, um, you know, and I'll also say we have gotten to a point where just our like natural gas prices went up and we don't have a lot of gas appliances in our house. Mostly it's just our heater and water heater. And we've had really fluctuating weather here in North Texas, which Uh, That's why I sound like this. Um, (laughs) But when we've gone through cold patches, we will uh, we live in a two story home. So we will leave the heater downstairs off all night because it's just me and my husband. And then during the day, we don't run it except for just right in the mornings. And so um, my poor kids are like, why is it so cold in here all the time? And I'm like. Because right. it's too expensive. So bundle up, put some socks yeah. on, like put a sweatshirt yeah. on. Because Cause what do you really do is, when when yeah. your food budget significantly increases, mm-hmm. your gas budget significantly increases, your utilities budget significantly increases? Yeah. And before we even pressed record on this, I was telling you that I'm going to have to buy my fifth grader new jeans because they sent out an yeah. email that they're really enforcing the uniform, which is no like holes in jeans. And all her jeans, which is the only kind you can buy at the store right now, have rips in them. Yeah. It's about to be the season where we have to get yeah. new shorts. Like Luis is not mm-hmm. wearing the same size shorts as last year. You know, like and the cost of yeah. everything is higher. Like, what do we do? It's just going to require us to make some... It's like starting yeah. over with our budget. I definitely feel like kind of, this sounds really dramatic, this like impending doom kind oh. of, but but like in watching how things are going in the world and knowing enough about history to know how world events affect yeah. people 
everywhere. Yes. You know, there is that part of me that right, right before the pandemic started, I didn't go out and stock up on toilet paper. I went and I bought two uh, 50 pound bags of rice and some beans just because I was like, I feel like I need to have something ready. But I'm having that feeling right now. But we're not in a place where I can go out and just buy extra mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, you, know what you I can't. Mean? Yeah, because your funds are limited. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm watching the gas prices rise each day. And I'm thinking, well, we have spring break next week. We have two kids birthday parties coming up in the next few weeks. Like, how are we going to stretch this and make it work mm-hmm. when it's really unknown? Yeah. You know, and, and life is always unknown. Right. But it's like this feels this feels like an extra mm-hmm. like level. Yeah of unknown right now and well because you're yeah. already feeling it like you're we are yes. already having to make those changes and we're trying to kind of yes. figure out how long do we think we're going to have to make those changes mm-hmm. i feel sad about some of the things which means we have to let go and cut this is what yeah. here okay this we are confessing here's my <laughs> inside emily's heart confession i am pissed off about this because like and this is so I hear it in my head and it's just disgusting and selfish but I'm just confessing it like Mm -hmm. we have given up so much over the last two years right we gave up vacations we gave up like being a part of sports teams like all of these sort of like fun things we gave up for the sake of staying healthy Right. So now when we're getting to a point to where there is some freedom from that, like choices that I'm not making. Right. It's not like I've gone on a big bender to Las Vegas and now I'm in Mm -hmm. debt up to my eyes. I've not made an irresponsible financial choice. But but it's being thrust on me again like the pandemic was. And now, well, maybe we can't go on vacations now. The extracurricular stuff for the summer is off the table, right? Like all these things are now having to be cut back again for budgetary reasons because my grocery bills doubled, you know, because the clothing bills have doubled. And I'm just like, I'm so pissed about it because I'm having to make these changes that I feel like aren't my fault. Yeah. And that's a tantrum and I know it, but I'm just throwing it out there. Let's let's look at the way the world has responded like our or just our country, right, has responded to all of these things. We're all feeling that pressure of like, I, I didn't ask for this, you mm-hmm. know, and and I imagine especially for your family, like you have you have had very much the front lines of this pandemic. So you sacrificed those things, but you also sacrificed a lot of family time. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And that is something that I imagine feels like it's being taken away again. Yeah. In that now I can't, you right. know, it's, it's sort of now like we this can't do these extended. Yes. It's just like this extended, you know, like I'm mm. being held back behind a gate like a horse that's ready to get out yeah. and race, you know, but there yeah. just keeps being these things that limit that. And I yes. understand how disgusting it is sounds for me to be like I am sad about 
the increase in cost is going to impact my ability to have the kind of vacation I want, right? Well, Mm. like, I know that that comes from a place of privilege that I can even entertain the idea of my having Mm -hmm. a vacation in the summer Mm -hmm. or for the poor people in Ukraine who like that I can live in a home that isn't being bombed. Like, yeah, all that is not lost on me. I'm just like being honest about where we are, Mm -hmm. like with our family and our family in a privileged position is having to make budget considerations and having kind of shock about this. And I can't, you know, and you like in a quintessential Mm -hmm. middle class situation, like the same thing, like I can't imagine what all of this means for people who were food insecure, like to begin with prior or for the Mm -hmm. organizations that are trying to assist the food insecure, which has been a growing Mm -hmm. need even during the the whole pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it is. um, I think as women and as moms, you know, it's, it's scary. That's the only word that I can, I just keep coming back to. I feel afraid. Yeah, I feel heavy. You know, and it's like, I, I would love, I would love to think about the future for my children and college funds and things like that. But it's like, right now, I just gotta, you know, I just gotta think about what's in this, how can I provide food and, and electricity? And yeah, it's, um, it is a hard thing. It is a really hard thing. Well, Mama, it's time to start planning for some summer fun activities. Check out Fort Worth Mom's Summer Camp Guide for some great ideas and resources for your family this summer. This guide is a great list of summer camps for all ages, stages, and interest levels. Head on over to fwmoms.com to find your kids' next adventure. Now that we're like, oh, doomsday, it's the end of the world, Uh, (laughs) which is maybe how I feel inside a little bit. (laughs) But I think that there are some tips that we can share as women about how to like, how to mitigate these Mm -hmm. things. We asked our our team, actually, because this, I mean, like we're all talking about it because I think so Mm -hmm. many of us are having sticker shock. And so we just kind of posted amongst our team of about 40 women and we had a conversation about it. And we have gathered all their tips for like rebudgeting, saving money, getting more food for the money you have. So... Okay, number one, you actually kind of already mentioned, and that is taking advantage of bulk discount stores. So that's like Costco, Sam's. And many people in our on our team talked about buying meat there. And I confess, I haven't really looked at buying meat at Costco before. Do you buy meat there? So I don't buy meat at the um at the like big box stores mm-hmm. like the bulk stores because i find it to be more expensive when i buy meat honestly kroger has been my best mm-hmm. meat place and i'll go there because 
when they have sales, they're good sales yeah. on meat. And so any meat that we get is usually from there yeah. simply because that's been the this that's been the most to, yeah. economic place. Yeah. And it comes down to looking at how much it costs per pound. Per pound, yes. So look at per pound cost, but also think about what do you have space for? True. And if you're on a budget, yes, it might be less per pound to buy hamburger meat at Sam's Club. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to buy a larger amount. So if that's $40 out of your budget that is already tight, then maybe that's not, maybe that's not worth it to you in that moment. So shop sales. Yeah, Yeah. Shop sales. The other one that's kind of surprising because I think they can be more expensive is sprouts, Mm -hmm. but their meat prices are reasonable and they do have really good sales on those. So if you can watch those, those are great places to to look at least for me that's what I following up on all this discussion about meat is I think this is kind of a good idea reducing meat dishes because meat does seem Mm -hmm. to be one of the items that have has had the well it was more expensive to begin with but had one of the more significant price increases do y'all eat meatless is that in your repertoire (laughs) so yes but it's not like, oh, we're going to have this really nice vegetarian dish that's like super healthy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't have time right now, so we're having butter noodles yeah. and we'll, you know, steam a frozen bag of broccoli. broccoli and I that's think where, that's you know, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So it's not super intentional or fancy, which I think Meatless Mondays always sound super fancy to me. Um, <laughs> it does not have to be. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't have to be. Um, we, we also do a lot of rice. So we'll do rice and boiled eggs, which is something that it's kind of a cultural thing. Yeah. But um, rice, boiled eggs, and soy sauce. And um, for some of my kids, they sprinkle seaweed on top because they like yeah. it. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, we don't, we don't do a lot, but we do some and it definitely is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll do a little plug. We're going to be publishing an article with 20 ideas for meatless meals to go along with this. And so oh, great. we've asked our team as well to kind of share some of their favorite family-friendly meatless meal options. Okay, another another suggestion was just talking about, this is very practical, and I think something probably you and me need to sit down and do, is <laughs> overhauling the grocery list. Like, what yes. are the first things to go that you need to set aside? Like, what pops in your head when mm-hmm. I say that? You know, the first thing that pops in my head is like all the junk, like the snack food, yeah. the junky snack Goodbye, food. goldfish. Yes, but then I'm like... It would cause more chaos in my house, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's kind of that like an easing into cutting back on snacky stuff or like because it's going to take a retraining on behalf of my kids Mm -hmm. and my family. Well, I was thinking about this because snacks was my number one because I'm full on. I have a budget and I we are sticking with it. Right. Mm-hmm. I say goodbye goldfish, which I actually do think because my kids can eat one bag in two days, like no problem. Yeah. Right. But then I'm thinking, well, what do I replace it with? And like mm-hmm. if just think about like 
peanut butter and apples is something my kids eat a lot too. But like how much fresh produce is increasing? It's kind of like, what do you find to, because you still have to have a snack. So what are mm-hmm. the most cost-effective snacks? I would also, as far as snack food goes, look at stores like Aldi, mm-hmm. where they have their own brand of stuff. They're significantly cheaper and a lot of times just as good, and my kids don't really know the difference. Look at clearance and caps. Yeah. You know, even Target, we all love to browse clearance, but they have it for food too. Mm -hmm. So Kroger, Target, like Sam's Club will have clearance. And then look and see if in your town you have, I don't know what they actually call this, but in our town, we have several stores that are called Town Talk. And basically- They are grocery items that... Isn't it kind of like dent? Like, you know, like the dent? It's it's like the scratch and dent dent. for groceries. But also understanding that the dates on like boxes of cereal that say there's like a difference between use by or best by or, you know, and so some of these like pantry items, dry goods can go past their date on the box and still be good, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can go and you can get dry goods, but you can even get like bulk things of meat and that um, from those stores for significantly cheaper as well. So yeah, scratch and dent groceries or whatever you want to call it. Okay, I'm curious to ask you about this next one. We're both mm-hmm. we are both plant ladies, but I feel like you are a veteran. You're like above me. You're the plant queen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an indoor plant okay. queen. I think you have the gardening. Okay, like, okay. Someone roots, mentioned. You know. Who does garden anyways, but they are going to be more thoughtful about their gardening this spring Mm -hmm. and summer, thinking Mm -hmm. of their garden less as a hobby and more as what foods can I grow to supplement my grocery list? What do you think about that? I, to me, that is, that's the goal, Mm -hmm. right? Like I would love to get to that place. I am still at a place where my gardening is so much of a hobby that it costs more to get the plants (laughs) than it does to like eat the plants. Gotcha. Um, So yes, I think if you have that gift and you have um, space for it, which you can make space to grow food anywhere. Do you have a flower bed somewhere around your house? Awesome. Do you have some five gallon buckets exactly. that I was about to say you know? that? Like you don't need yes. a pot. You need a bucket. Like in that Yes. You didn't just have- I mean, you have an old laundry basket mm-hmm. that you're not using. Like these things you can repurpose and use to garden. And my poor neighbors, I'm sure when they see in my backyard, they're like, Wow, that is a that is a dumpster. But <laughs> It, you know, but I love to repurpose things to use to plant in because really all you need, you need a container that will drain water. Mm-hmm. So drill some holes in that bucket. Use old milk cartons, cut off the top of them, uh, <clears throat> and you can grow herbs in there. You could grow a tomato plant yeah, in there. Pepper plant. Um, yeah, I, I've done seed starters in um, like egg cartons. So repurpose things that you have. Don't feel like you have to, you know, have this elaborate Pinterest Mm -hmm. garden. You can plant food and grow food 
just anywhere you can put dirt and water basically yeah. is kind of my yeah you can yeah you know there's there's more of a science to it i know because i'm not great at it but yeah i think it's an interesting yeah. idea if you can do it another yeah. we talked about this kind of but i think getting more like you're gonna have to start researching the stores with the best deals we may you know even be kind of old school and looking at the circulars, whether that's online or if they pop in your mailbox, like mm-hmm. shopping sales, like and that often kind of can mean to I'll lump this one in shopping in season. Right. Yes. Knowing yes. which stores run the best deals on different types of foods. Mm-hmm. Um, it does require work and some research. And I think to get yes. our grocery bills down, we're going to have to do that. And that mm-hmm. that means Fortunately, that's more work to be, you know, to be honest. It is more work. And one of the best tips that um, was given to me a while back is during the winter and during s- specific seasons, produce may be harder to get or more expensive. Mm-hmm. But frozen produce is just as healthy in that it's picked at like the prime moment in its season and then it's frozen Mm -hmm. and so to get frozen vegetables which you can find for fairly cheap you know 99 cents a bag we do a lot of frozen vegetables around here because they're convenient and they're so much cheaper exactly yes um this kind of is another leads to another point we talk about like buying seasonal but also letting go of some of our preferences and some of that may be letting go of organic one Mm -hmm. of our writers who is like a beacon for organic buying and you know kind Mm -hmm. of into that whole world and she's starting she said to let go of some of the dirty dozen you know fruits and stuff because they're the organic versions are becoming you know cost prohibitive you know for her And someone pointed out, which I thought this was good, there is a downside to shopping around. And the downside Mm -hmm. is gas, right? Yes. And so Mm -hmm. I honestly think that has to be consideration for at least the time being. If we're looking at over $4 gas for a long time, well, maybe I can't drive the 20 miles to HEB because in the long run, it doesn't actually save me that kind of money, you know. So you're having yeah. to look at, at different things. Yeah, yeah. it's going to make a difference. Do you coupon? I don't simply because I don't buy a lot of name brand items. And I feel like coupons are for like primarily for name brand things. Mm-hmm. And so when I've tried to coupon, I actually spend more money because I'm buying things that I wouldn't necessarily yeah. normally buy. Well, so, but I know people who do it and yeah. man, I am they get not a so like committed couponer in the sense of having notebooks, but I do review coupons every time before I make an order, particularly at Kroger. Yes. Yeah, because you can even if you They'll have coupons that could be $2 off meat from the just meat section. And there's no, mm-hmm. like, there's no requirement about what kind of meat it is. Yeah. And sign up for whatever card that they have oh, at that store. Yes. So Tom Thumb, sign, sign up for that card. It's free. And I love getting my little um, coupon packet in the mail 
from Kroger's, yes, you know, because yes. it's like, we see that you've bought these things. Here's 50 cents off or whatever. Yeah, they give you um, the coupons, yeah. like curated yeah. to what you buy most often. Do you have a deep freeze? I don't, yes. but I think about it so often. <laughs> like That's it's so, so I'm funny. Like, You're like, I daydream about this. I do. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I? I'm very much shameless in the fact that like if people put stuff out on the curb uh-huh. for a big trash day and I want it, like I'm going to take it. Take like it. it's just, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But I have not been able to bring myself to take a deep freeze off the curb because in my mind it's had a body in it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like silly. that's where my mind goes and I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do that it. That's hilarious. So anyways, but I do. I I dream work. about it. Oh, it probably doesn't. Yeah, if it's yes. on the curb, that's a really big something There's to a haul reason. when it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But the reason is because it had a body in it. That's the yeah. only mm-hmm. logical answer. That's an interesting direction so to go. I, I do want a deep freeze, though, mm-hmm. because I feel like when I find really good sales on stuff, if I could stock up and freeze it, that yeah. would makes such a big difference. Yes, we do have a deep freeze. And Mm -hmm. I can concur that it does make a difference. And it's also one of those things that kind of like makes me angry too, because if you have more discretionary funds to buy a deep Mm -hmm. freeze, if you want one, Mm -hmm. it's like the more money you have, the easier it is to save money. Yes. Does that make sense? Because I can buy a deep freeze I mm-hmm. can buy only on sale and I can make my grocery bill smaller. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, I mean, it's sadly kind of how our world works, it, yeah, you know? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you have a deep freeze, I strongly recommend like, you know, not putting stuff in there to die for five years, like, like mm-hmm. having some sort of plan that you are rotating don't just keep buying groceries every week. Eat the food that's in your deep freeze, you know. Yes. And I've tried actually just kind of starting this month. I have a clean out the freezer mantra. Mm-hmm. Our meals are going to be decided on what food I have in that freezer because I don't need to buy anymore. I have yeah. food out there, you know. Also, something is to think of making food that is not just like one meal food. So making Mm -hmm. large quantities. For instance, sometimes we will buy like a three to five pound like pork shoulder, Mm -hmm. put it in the crock pot, and it makes pulled Mm -hmm. pork. But it would literally probably for our family that large, it would make five to six meals of pulled pork sandwiches, Mm -hmm. pork tacos, pork quesadillas i mean like i use that pulled pork. yes like Mm -hmm. we use that pulled pork in soups like Mm -hmm. and that is i don't know how much it would be now it would used to be about 12 to 13 dollars would be ending which is but if i think about i get five or six meals out of that Mm -hmm. then that's a really good use of that 12 to 13 dollars But again, it's also because I have a freezer. I can bag it up in portions Mm -hmm. and I can stick it in there and I pull it out, you know, to use every week or however often we want to to make something with. But the same thing with like casseroles, lasagna, soups, Mm -hmm. you can make bigger batches of those for not so much upfront cost, but eat off of them for a while. 
Um, do Do you meal plan? I used to. I haven't. Like I said, in the last two years, it's like all of my food, everything has gone out the window. So now it's just kind of a free for all. Yeah, it feels like kind of starting over because just everything's so different. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't meal plan for a really long time. I want to say it was like four or five years ago now. I made Mm -hmm. like the only New Year's resolution of my life (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I've kept is that I would meal plan because I was losing my mind personally. Um, And I have found not only does that help me with my sanity, but Mm -hmm. it is a cost savings measure because I only buy what's on my list. And I already know that it has an intention for a meal and it's not just going to be food that sits... And the, and the reason why I didn't do it forever, and while I can say it's still not a joy, it made so much of a difference. It's worth it for yeah. me to put. Honestly, it's an hour to an hour and a half of meal planning, looking at what we mm-hmm. have every Sunday. I'm not like, it's work. It's total work. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. do it. But when you sit down to do it, it's not, you know... It's not horrible and you can watch a show while you do it. But yes, that was one of, as you're saying that, that was one of the biggest reasons why I was able to keep my my budget so low Mm -hmm. before the pandemic was that I would meal plan and have a list. Having a list makes a world of difference. And it's in the list is based on, like I said, what's in the freezer. And then I find things to supplement it. And then I look at what's on sale and what there might be a coupon for, you know, and then Mm -hmm. I make my decisions on what we buy based on that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, I think this is our last one. And I would be interested, very interested to know what Mm -hmm. you think about this, because I know you've been on both sides. Mm -hmm. Do you think these food increases is going to have a strong impact on grocery delivery? Mm, I was hoping we'd hit this topic. (laughs) Because you mentioned it earlier. The prices are more. You Mm -hmm. have to pay a delivery fee and you Mm -hmm. have to pay a tip. Like, you could be looking at... 30 to $40 in just those things. Yes. Yes. So for those who don't know, I deliver for Instacart, but I have also used Instacart. So throughout the pandemic, that was my primary way of getting groceries. And then post pandemic, um, I signed up and started delivering. So I've very much seen both sides of it. I think my answer to this question is just a simple yes in that gas alone should and probably will affect the cost of your grocery delivery because the the company so you know I work for Instacart but the delivery company has to pay their people a base rate mm-hmm. for every delivery that they make let's say you live 30 miles from your local Costco and you have that delivered they have to pay them more based on the amount of gas that they're going to use. Right. So your basic delivery charges, I believe, and I honestly hope as somebody who knows like the cost of delivering as well as having it delivered, that that will go up because you are spending more money as an Instacart shopper, you are spending more money mm-hmm. yourself to work. 
So I imagine that gas prices will affect that. The other part is that you are paying a premium. So you are paying more for your groceries per item, ordering them off of Instacart. So yes, grocery delivery will cost you a premium, but you are also getting the convenience Mm -hmm. of not having to go out. And um, if you're concerned about sickness, you get the convenience of not exposing yourself. Um, And then you are going to pay a tip. And I would say, I hope you're going to pay a tip. Right. Because I think a lot of times in these service type jobs, people assume that whatever the base rate the person is getting, so let's say like a waitress, we kind of assume, well, they're getting paid to be here anyways. So my tip doesn't really matter. But the reality of it is, is that these companies in the service industry, they can actually pay their workers significantly under what is the minimum wage because the assumption is that you will make up that money in tips. And so your waitress at the restaurant probably makes somewhere around $2 an hour to work there. And then the rest of her money comes from tips. And so that's the same with a grocery delivery service. They pay you a significantly lower rate Mm -hmm. with the assumption that you will be getting tipped for what you do. I say that not as like, well, you better tip me. But just the reality of the situation is that these people in this industry, they are working off of your tips and they are not getting much of a base pay. And if you want your delivery to be picked up, we can see when you place an Instacart order, we can see how much it's going to be, how many items you've ordered and whether or not you've put in a tip. And so a lot of times people, and I'm just giving away secrets here, but a lot of times people will see that and say, okay, well, this is a $150 order. They're only tipping $2. Is this going to be worth right. my time spent? Well, see, I think this you know? could be like, like to me, it's a whole cycle going in my head. So if Instacart has to pay their workers more because the cost of mm-hmm. gas has gone up, right? Mm-hmm. So those fees go up. Well, if those fees go up, less people are going to use Instacart because they don't want the higher fees, Mm -hmm. meaning less people will tip or they will tip Mm -hmm. less, meaning that the Instacart workers don't want to work for Instacart because you can't actually make any money Mm -hmm. doing it. So I really think this whole like grocery delivery service bit that had Mm -hmm. a moment during the pandemic maybe having a different kind of moment in this kind of like post-pandemic financial crisis setting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree because it very much is it very much is a luxury mm-hmm. if we're being honest. It is. Right. Yeah. But don't you think in the pandemic people tried to like it was normalized? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think it was becoming more so for moms because it is so helpful to be able to take that off your list, mm-hmm. right? Um, you don't have to drag your kids to the store. You don't have to fight with them about, no, we're not buying this, we're not buying this. But it very much is a luxury. One of the things I would recommend, if that is something that you need, then order your groceries through the website 
of whatever store Mm -hmm. and pick up outside of the store. So it doesn't necessarily save you a trip, but you're going to get the discounts. And I'm saying this, you know, as somebody who who benefited on the other side too, but you're going to get the discounts from that store. I'm thinking of Kroger or Walmart, but you're also not going to pay all of the excess fees. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that meat in the middle of... You know, it's great to have this luxury of grocery delivery, but really and truly having a personal shopper back in the day. Right. That, you know, it's like unheard that's of. Not something everybody has, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's very much a luxury item. But I would say um, as just a plug from somebody on the other side, if you are going to use that, then um, remember that they are human mm-hmm. and that this may be their sole ability to bring in money at this point in their lives. Mm -hmm. Or it may be the only way, like me, you know, that a mom is out just trying to make some extra money to make ends meet so she can get groceries for her kids, you know. Uh, So just kind of keeping that in mind when you're ordering. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, those are great tips. Um, definitely check out the show notes. Uh, we are going to put resources in those. We've kind of committed at Fort Worth Moms over the next month that we are going to be creating some resources that support mom in this moms in this area. I talked about we're going to have our recipe roundup of meatless meals, but we're also going to be putting together a resource for food support here in our local North Texas region that talks about uh, food drives, food banks, also resources that are like federal resources for food support, as well as local resources um, in terms of vouchers and that type of thing. And I want to say this like very plainly, there is absolutely zero shame in utilizing services that are provided for you. Like, yes. if you are struggling with a grocery bill, please have no shame to go to a food pickup station and get some damn groceries. <laughs> like, take yes. that off of your plate. Like, there's no difference in going to get groceries through a donation place or a drive-thru as opposed to going and getting groceries, you know, somewhere else. Like, you are mm-hmm. the same wonderful, dignified person that is doing the best for your family one way or the other. So, like, I wish we could kind of remove some of that stigma. There are other countries yeah. that have services for people like this, and it is expected right so don't stress yourself out when there are options to take that part off your plate pun intended mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i it, you know i would even apply the wisdom that we apply when talking about breastfeeding versus bottle feeding yes. is that fed is best that's right you yes. know and that there's no shame in how you do that for your family mm-hmm. Agreed, 100%. Okay, thanks for listening. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.